Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to yet another episode of Three Beers In. My name is Dom, and across from me, welcome back to everybody, is Rob, and together we are Three Beers In. And Rob, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. It, only okay? Yes. All right, well, uh, <laughs> is, there, is everything all right? Is everything, uh, uh, I'm good. I'm okay. All right. Well, here we are. We're down here again in the in the in the hot box. In the hot box. <laughs> Fucking hot. It's down definitely here. hot down here, isn't it? I'll tell you that much. Let me let me fade out this music. I took my shoes off. I'm so hot. That never does anything for me. I took my pants off too. That helps. Uh, full disclosure here, everybody who's listening. We're getting a little drunk. On accident. On accident. Realize. Rob went and bought a beer called Elephant. It's the Carlsberg Elephant. I can't find the beer we're doing tonight. No, oh, you had it. I, I did. I didn't know that the Carlsberg Elephant was essentially the malt liquor of Denmark. It is the, the malt liquor of Denmark. We looked it up, and it's a, um, it's literally the steel reserve of Denmark. <laughs> so it's, it's not awful, though. We've been slamming down elephant elephant beers that are seven point two percent alcohol by volume. Before that, I was drinking the IPAs that were left over from last week. So it's it's a little it's going to get a little sloppy quickly. Uh, yeah, uh, quickly. I think before the bathroom break, we're going to have a breakdown at some point. Yeah, there's going to be just screaming at one point. I think yeah. like, there's going to be yelling for sure. Okay. There's no doubt in my mind. <clears throat> but it's good to have you back, Rob. Oh, Diane. You know, I really. How um, did you handle the show? On I don't your know. own. I think I did pretty good. I talked about the Fourth of July. I talked about the hot dog eating contest. You had a hot dog eating contest? I had my own hot Oh, my God. <laughs> Against whom? Rob, the beer that we're reviewing uh-huh. is 9.7. Yes. We're going to get wrecked. I'm going to get arrested. We're going to get arrested. Both of us. <laughs> we're both going to get arrested. It's going to be a knock at my door. Anyway, where was I? Okay, so listen. Okay. I've missed you. I've missed you so much. I missed you too. You know, I don't get to see you until you come down here. But here we are, another episode. Three. What else? Would... Yeah, what? What kind of a statement is that? I don't know. I got nothing to talk about. I literally. Really? He's I been off for like three days. And I called out uh, yesterday and today. I have a I have a knee injury. Did you know that? I have a. Is it a diagnosed injury yeah. to the knee? What is it? Well, about let me see. How many years ago? About, that doesn't count. No, no, no. Either. Three years ago. Three years ago, I was... I, I had... My knee was really swollen and, and a lot of pain. Went to the orthopedic. I, um... Okay, so let's look at the knee real I quick. do remember you had a knee issue. Yeah, so you know how your knee connects, like, if you put two fists together, you yeah. get yourself a knee right there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all the ligaments and the meniscus, everything's <clears throat> good. Jesus Christ. My... The, the thigh bone, mm-hmm. where it meets the... Your femur. Femur bone? Is that... Your femur is your thigh bone. What's the other bone, then? Tibia and fibia? Where it meets my tibia or fibia, whichever one it is. Which is on the <laughs> left both. side. Which is on the left side? I think the tibia. Well, where the femur meets the tibia, the femur bone, huh? the cartilage is cracked. Really? The cartilage on my femur was damaged, right? Mm. So they gave me a cortisone shot. And they're like, it might last you nine months to maybe a little bit over a year. The cortisone shot they gave me lasted like two years. There was no pain for two years. There was noise. Why and stuff. is your cartilage cracked? I landed. Well, there's there's speculation as to how the injury occurred. Well, how come it hasn't healed itself? Because it's constant. I'm walking on it all the time. How's it going to heal itself if you're constantly? I don't know. Just putting pressure on the damaged cartilage, and also cartilage doesn't heal very well too. Mm. So, um. You know, lately it's been really, really bad, and the swelling has gotten a lot worse, and the pain was so bad that it really wasn't able, really wasn't able to walk essentially. And I, my fear is that a piece of the cartilage is broken off and is floating around in the knee. So, do you feel any like looseness? Oh yeah, oh, really? No, 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 not real like structural looseness, but there will be a a crunch pop feeling that will cause me to buckle. But structurally, <laughs> it's sound. There's nothing wrong with the ligaments. It's like, Whoa. yeah, I'll be like, well. Like, it's like a lightning bolt strikes inside the knee. Well, what's so. the, like, treatment for this? Is it just cortisone forever? Or no, is there's going to be surgery. There's going to have to be surgery. But the surgical procedures are very, um, <clears throat> they're not good. It's a bad injury because there's nothing they can really do. Well, your knee is very, it's never the same. No, no. But I figured, I mean, it's bad now. You figure you get a, a knee surgery, 
they're not going to do it to make it worse. They're going to try to make it better. No. Yeah. So that's how I look at it because I always dreaded getting an e-surgery. But if you tear your ACL or something. Well, that's a different kind of injury. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, you know, you say your knee's never going to be the same. But the alternative is being in, in pain and not being able to. I can't completely flex the knee. Hmm. Because there's so much swelling. I'll show you later. There's a big ball of swelling just on the on the knee. On the knee. It's it's disgusting, and uh, it's hard to walk. And you know, going up and down stairs is terrible. It's it's very painful. So the, the solution is what they'll do is they'll where the damaged cartilage area is that they'll shave off, or, like either they'll shave off, they'll debride it. They uh, can debride it, uh. or what they'll do is they'll pierce the femur bone with like. 10 small holes and it'll bleed out and cause a clot that will then heal the area which sounds retarded if you ask me I don't know I'm not a doctor if that works <laughs> great <laughs> like I the, don't know if the, the best part about it is they're like it works but it's not a very good treatment they're like it doesn't last long right so then the other one is to um, take some cartilage from a cadaver and like put it on top is there a way, one. like, could you, like, just stay off of it for a month and it heals? Well, yeah, that's another alternative. Because, like, why don't you just, just do that? Well, because if that doesn't work and then I have to have surgery, I don't have sick time anymore. Well, why don't you take use one of those, like, knee things that, you ever see, like, the knee scooters that people use? Do you want me to wear? No, I can't do that because you're putting pressure on the femur bone. That's the problem. It's the femur. You get a wheelchair. You want me to wheel myself around? Wait a minute. You would be great with a rascal. I a rascal. Yeah, get a rascal. I think I'd be really good on a wheelchair, but how much is a wheelchair? Where am I going to get a wheelchair from? There's wheelchairs. I think I own a wheelchair. There's definitely one in this basement somewhere. Yeah, but you know, there's no. You're you're not wrong. <laughs> but like, I don't want to. Okay, this is going to sound terrible. You don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy that goes to get on the express bus and like I oh. know. <laughs> My my uncle was an express bus driver, <laughs> and he said in his entire career, he's never seen it used once. Oh, God. Because I think the entire handicapped community is well aware that if they do it... You want another elephant? No, I think I want to move to the show beer. There's two more elephants here. No, I'm not trying. We can't, we're going to die. I'm going to have another one. Oh, my God. So he, he, was in a, he, he drove the express bus. He drove, said. I think, the 17. No. The he, 17. Which one, well which one goes through Manhattan? Uh, through uh, oh, they all do. <laughs> through Brooklyn. Uh, uh, I think it's the X ten. One, I think the, it's the ten. All of them. The, there's only a couple that don't go mine, through. Mine doesn't. Well, that might change now. No, I'm still. It's still going through. Did you Did you get the the fucking? I showed you them. No, no, no. But did you get the interactive map? Yeah, that I, came sh- up? I thought I sent you that. No, you didn't. Thank you, Robert. But you didn't send me the interactive map. But the interactive map is up, and it's more confusing, I think, than anything else. You don't look at the map. Look at the. Uh, they have the, you could download the actual schedules. It makes so much sense. It's going to be great. The schedules? Sure. I want to know like where I This this is my problem. I I don't I know where the bus is going to pick me up. I don't know where it's going to drop me off. I don't know where it's going to drop me off in Manhattan. I don't know where it's going to drop me off on Staten Island I'm either. I'm pretty sure that um they're going to have people standing at every single bus stop for like a month before to be um, We're almost a month before. And then right? soon, so then shortly. Then shortly there'll be people. There'll definitely be people like, this is what you're going to do when you do this. <laughs> well, there might be people on your bus. They really? might have a guy sitting on the bus talking to you. This is what I'm worried yeah, about. You don't remember the summer of hell when they had to shut down the Long Island Railroad? It was like last year or something? Was that last year? That they did or the that? year before? Whatever it was. Like they had, there were 50 people in the subway station just there to like, you do this and you'll go, this is what you do and sorry for the... In- well, I mean, I, I, I'll give them credit for that. But what they're doing is they're rolling this thing out on summer vacation from schools, and then the backlash is going to come when it doesn't work out. Because what they're doing is this, right, Rob? Yeah. You're a smart guy. You're in the business in terms of transportation. You work for the Department of Transportation. And, well, right? I don't want to advertise, but yeah, I do. You work for the Department of Agriculture. <laughs> the interior. You, you know the corn <laughs> and interior of the corn. So um, don't advertise that. You gave the name of an employee that was fired. I did. A full name. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're going to be fine. So um, uh, the the goal is to stop the amount of bus stops in Staten Island to get the buses into Manhattan well, they want, sooner. Well, they want to make it as close to as, like, one pickup, one drop-off as possible. 
that's that's the that. goal because you think about it, when you go on the express bus, mm-hmm. the majority of your time is spent either picking up or dropping people off, unless you mm-hmm. get on the first stop and you get off on the first on the first unless you Even get on, on the, the last, last stop, stop and get off on the first. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. Like that's the point of it, and I think it's going to make a lot of sense. And they're also eliminating the buses that go from downtown to uptown, which spend probably way too much time just crawling through traffic. Traffic. I, I, I so know, that's, but, like, but, but the traffic doesn't stop. That's my thing. The traffic doesn't no, stop. No, yeah, but the thing is they're, they're, spent, they're minimizing the amount of time you're in the traffic. That's, by that's the by point. having more frequent buses? Is no, by having mean? less stops. See, this is my thing, too. Never going to get a seat ever again on the express bus. That's my biggest concern. Is I'm never going to get a seat. Because usually with my bus, I always not only have, I always have my own seat. I love having like, my own like seat. Usually, because I, like, I always sit in the back. Usually, I'm alone in the back. The whole row. I could take a nap laying down <laughs> if I wanted to. You go all the way to the back, back, back? I like the back, yeah. Why do you like the back, back? You like the, the elevated seat? No, I used to. It makes my ass fall asleep, so I, st- <laughs> I stopped using it. What, do you sit in the middle? I sit on the right side. In the On the, on the elevated or next no, to the No, the elevator? left seat. Only the left seat is elevated. The right, really? The right seat is not elevated. Are you serious? Yeah. It's. I don't know why. What I have no re- understanding why. Uh, it's, it's like the electrical that. compartment. It might. It's probably something like probably that. Something it'll be they probably need like an inch, and like I'm raise one seat up. My thing is this: if you're gonna, if you're gonna roll this out, right? Yeah. I'm. I'm hedging by saying like I'm really hoping that like, I'll be able to get a seat, you know. But mm-hmm. I do think I will be because. If the goal is to get the buses in and out faster, then there's going to be more frequent buses, no? You would think, right? That's it might the thing. Not, I mean, maybe they're shrouding this whole, like, save you time thing with really just saving them money. It's, yeah. It's also possible with that. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're going to just say, hey, we're going to get you in sooner, but they're like, we're going to take off 50 buses. It's possible. You know? But I think uh, I, the biggest thing I'm concerned about is the fact that they're doing it with every single express bus line. Like, mm. why not just try it on one of them and see if it's faster or not? Well, d- maybe they did because... No. It, no, they didn't uh, test this out? No. But you might be right because didn't you also see they're doing the double-decker bus? Yeah. They're experimenting with that. Mm-hmm. So this may be like a precursor to one bus every 40 minutes, but it holds 150 people on it or whatever. That would be so fucking... Just, oh, It God. would be terrible. So the alternative to not having a train on Staten Island that goes directly to Manhattan is to make a bus that could take as many people as possible yeah. into Manhattan. But then, but you can't put that in the tunnel, though. You no, have to it, it's go... short. It's short enough to fit the tunnel. It's no way. Yeah. How, uh, well, have you ever seen how high you have to climb up to get onto the express bus? I... It's just lower, and they just added another layer. Really? Yeah. How much lower can it get? It's really not much. You're clearance. not on the ground. Oh, I'm, I have so much clearance on the express bus. What do you mean? What do you? What do you talking? It's like you're like six feet in the air. I don't believe you. You climb up like four steps to go. Oh, it's gonna be so smelly and just. It's gonna be up. smelly. There's gonna be a. But fat I know guy. I'm... I'm gonna be the fat guy that people doesn't want to sit next. To. That's one thing. I, I that's why I keep the weight. Everybody, because people don't sit next to me on the. There's bus. one guy who is the fattest man I've ever seen in my no, life. No, yeah, we know. You know, I'd I love. Him. I want to see this guy so bad. He, you remember when you tell me he's, how he vapes? He's rectangular. <laughs> and he vapes all like it's every other breath is, uh-huh. but it's not like a deep like. Yeah, it's just like a. It's a <laughs> yeah, you told me. I I was actually listening to some old episodes of the podcast, and when you you said like when he gets on the bus, the whole bus dips. Like yeah, I bit, back up. Like I don't want to <laughs> flip. I don't want to flip on me. Like if the bus wasn't kneeling, it but is he's, now. He's so large that. I've witnessed him ask people, like, I, I need this whole thing. I, I can't. <laughs> wait, wait. So he's approached. He asked me once. To move? Yeah. And I was like. Fuck. You did? Yeah, I didn't. I mean, it's, it's the alternative. I get squeezed in. You could just be like, no, don't no, sit here. Well, what happened was. Fat this fuck? is This is what happened. <laughs> uh, he asked me to, to for the middle seat in the all the way in the back. Which is an, a secret seat. Nobody knows about it. The middle seat. The middle seat's the best one, sometimes. It if it's depends. a full bus, middle seat's the best. If because, it's hot, it's not. Because most people... Well, that's true. Yeah. But most people will not 
try to sit in the yeah they won't the try to squeeze in yeah so they'll force themselves to just like sit next to somebody well if it's a full full bus oh then you're fucked then you're totally fucked because you're extra squished yeah you're gonna it's get a squished. gamble it's a total gamble totally a gamble which is going to be something that we have to think about but I'm a gambler <laughs> but I'm a gambler I like to gamble so you'd like to take that chance yeah the thing but for me he asked me for that seat oh yeah and I was like mm-hmm. fine but luckily, the, I only kind of did it because there was another completely empty row I could have sat in. Mm-hmm. I, so you, you you just... I just went to the other row. Why didn't he do that? I don't know. I don't I, know. He can't even fit, like, mm-hmm. depth-wise into it. How fat is this guy? This guy's massive. If you could estimate his weight, like a guess if your weight... If you stood behind him, mm-hmm. I wouldn't see you. I'm fat. <laughs> I, I carry my weight differently, though. He is all top. Mm-hmm. And it's all width, like okay, shoulder so, to shoulder, and like I think, hand, like fucking <laughs> side gut to side gut is maybe four and a half feet, like <laughs> wide. Like it's it's he's it's not to get such to get such a concrete number four and a half feet of of just girthy it's man girth. When's the last time he saw his dick? Oh, he can't. Uh, when he pees, it just dribbles out of somewhere. I'm confident about that. There's no way. It's not what happens. I can't breathe. That's disgusting. You know what visual I get? But a less grotesque one. The 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 big things, the big robots from the Fifth Element in the beginning. Yeah. Only life is important, and then the key comes out. With the out. key finger. Yeah. Aziz Light, that guy. You know. I've said that. I've said Aziz Light on this show. That's a great line. Like a thousand times. But yeah, that's uh, but that's it. Um, that's the man. Well, well, I'm I'm really hopeful that there will be. I keep trying to a take a picture of I, how fat he is. Yeah, but I, it's it's hard. You have to hold up a dollar for like, you know, to for lo- scale. Yeah, for scale. <laughs> you have to do something for scale. No, you don't need scale with this man. <laughs> he is the scale. He breaks the scale. Yeah. Mm. So you think he's one of those type that um, like one day he might have to be removed from his house? Like absolutely. So how, what does he what does he do? You I think? Have no idea, but he works because he's there every single day. There's he no works way, every day. Like there are the, the you know no one's in the city for recreation every day at the same uh, time. That's right? true. That's true. Wonder if he's like an IT guy. But maybe it's possible. He dress you know he dressed very casually every day too. So you would think probably IT. If if that. I think it's definitely an IT type guy. Has yeah. to be because what else is he? He can't do anything active. But he's not an office worker. Anyway. Well, you don't think he works in a, an office that well, does IT or something? He might be like the IT like room of an My office. My dog has been barking the whole time. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an alert. Okay, stop alerting. I oh, one more. I know you want to. Yeah, it's, the, it's time for the beer review, ladies and gentlemen. Rob, why don't you tell them what we're drinking? I don't know what we're drinking. You're right. I do. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry about that. Ladies and gentlemen, Rob went to Beverage Island today because I called out and Ari uses my car for her job. Um, and you guessed it. He went and got us an Imperial Stout. <laughs> I did. And nothing says hot summer, summer day. <laughs> sticky summer disgusting humidity day. Like oh. just digging into a dark. Well, this is going to be fucking delicious. Imperial I guarantee it. Stout. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is going to be great. I'm going to the bottom of the barrel here for you. Oh, look at it. So we're having fun. It's like Nesquik. Oh, my God. That's not like Nesquik at all. It's like coffee. That looks like coffee. So we're drinking from Boulevard Brewing Company out of Kansas City, Missouri. Dark Truth Stout, their Imperial Stout. And this is how it reads on the website. Throughout the ages, man has been fascinated by the quest for hidden knowledge, the search for the secret to transforming transforming the elemental into the extraordinary. Elemental? Yes. <laughs> the simple into the sublime. Ladies and gentlemen, we present for your consideration this exotic inky concoction. I love that. The almost magical creation of our modern day alchemists who have turned humble grains barley, wheat, rye and oats into black liquid gold. Layer upon layer of complex flavors slowly emerge from the glass. Espresso, roasted fig, creme brulee. <laughs> creme brulee. Belgian yeast provides a plum-like fruitiness 
noble, noble German oh hops reveal spicy herbal notes, while the rich, velvety mouthfeel mellows into a dry, smoky finish. Smoky? <laughs> oh boy. It's, it's smoky, I so, know. I was just messing with you. Why don't you pour your beer? Well, the alcohol is 9.7%. My volume and the ABUs is 60 um, so I haven't even taken a sip yet because I want to look at the head. I want to do it the right way. It's a very it's a thin, copper colored. It's head. a thin but persistent copper colored head. Um, the beer is a hundred percent opaque, nearly black. Oh my god! It looks like Coca Cola when you pour it in there. You smell. You smell caramel. You smell a little bit of yeast. So it's definitely cocoa. Yeah, yours is gonna overflow. Oh, Actually, that's, that's a that, gorgeous looking beer. Look at that cascading in head there going. Oh, definitely looks good. It's just overwhelming smokiness. I think this is going to be wow. a very this delicious beer. It smells very interesting. I smell grapes a little bit. There's an interesting grainy smell that I'm getting on the nose here. So, 9.7. This is what I want to start doing with I'm our beer. Wait, wait, before. God damn it. I wanted to say, what do you look forward to? What do you think it's going to be? Oh, my lord. There's a dark... Oh, my... That's good. Take a sip. Wait, I don't. I can't. You can't. Yeah. You got too yeah. much head there. Let me smell this a little bit more. Because it's a, it's a very... I, I poured very heavily. There's a nice grainy roasted malt smell that I get on the nose. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that... There's like a... Hold on. Let me try to smell this one more time. I'm getting like a roasted almond. Almond? In the, in the nose. Do you get that at all? It does smell nutty. Like a, maybe a walnut? Or do you smell nuts? Something nutty in the terms of, this, of the nose here. Let me give it a sip. This beer is phenomenal. Mm. Oh, it's just a journey when you take oh a sip. Oh, my God. The whole experience is good. Wow. Oh, my goodness. And it changes at the end. <sighs> it's a different beer at the end than it was in Hang the Hang on a second. Wow. You we have a problem there. This beer, this is this is not for the faint of heart. This is a heavy, heavy beer. Oh, it attacks your palate though, but in a good way. It, you get ambushed. It, it, uh, this is something to behold. It really is <laughs> something to behold. It is a very thick beer. Oh, it's very thick. The mouthfeel is a very um, molassesy. It's um, a chewy beer. It's a chewy beer, almost like I'm drinking a syrup, possibly, but not with the, not with the sweetness of it. So there's a dark chocolate I get in the beginning. Yes. Very smoky. Um, a good maltiness, a good dryness in the back end, a good stouty. You know what it is? It's not as dry as some other Imperial Stouts that I've had. No, it's, it's not, got a little bit sweetness. It has it. a good bitterness to it, but it doesn't necessarily have like a solid. Um, it's not very. It's not very punchy in the in terms of the. Um, no, the it's gentle. It's a gentle. That's that's a good. Way but to it describe takes it. you like it. Honestly, it takes you on like a journey of flavor from the very beginning, where it, it's one taste, and at the very end, it's a completely different taste. It starts, it ends off with a nice, like, vanilla taste. Yeah. And the beginning is very smoky and oaky and chocolatey. Was this aged in a... It tastes a little like it could have been bourbon barrel aged or something, but it does not. It, it's not. Has that classic dry roasted taste that a stout is going to have. In the beginning, it's a very rich caramel chocolatey sweetness it's it's quite profound in the beginning that that sweetness and it very quickly dissipates but when you go through that that hump in the middle there it's like a malty hoppy you do get the hops in there too yeah so you got the herbal malty blend and then it mellows out but like it it Tickles your tongue, so to speak. You feel like the tantalizingness of the beer on your tongue. Mm -hmm. And I think what's happening here is that might be the alcohol. And oh, the high alcohol it's, it's definitely a, pays. It's a very a heavy, like almost like you're chewing on like not peanut butter, but like it's, it's got a chewiness to it, like you were yeah. saying before. Like it's a heavy mouthfeel. This is actually, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not. Even though it's like warm outside and stuff like that, it's a pretty delicious beer. I love it. 
So what would you, when you wake up, how do you feel about this beer? Top down. I love it. I'm giving it a 8.5. 8.5! And if it was wintertime, it'd probably be getting a 10. Oh, get the fall. So. <laughs> the head just won't this is go a, away This is a delicious it. beer. I could totally drink two of these and then pass out. Mm. That so, might happen right now. Yeah. Probably it's a, five would knock me out. I it's, would a, say. it's a pretty damn good at Russian. Oh, no, it's not a Russian. It's just regular. It's just regular Imperial style. I'm going to give it a nine. Nine. I'm giving it it's a nine good. because there's not anything wrong with this beer whatsoever. I cannot That's find That's a any very flaw. good point. There's nothing wrong with it. I can't find a flaw. The mouthfeel is. It, if it was less carbonated, I'd say no, but it's just the proper amount of carbonation yep. for that heavy mouthfeel. The head looks great on this beer. I, look at the cascading I'm getting on that. Yeah, That's you, the best you, cascade yeah, I've ever ne- had. I've never you seen. T- how many sips have I had? You have one, two, three, four, five sips. Five sips. You could you could <laughs> you actually count see the sip, how like many rings sips on a I tree have. because of the. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love the the the. I, I feel like it's like a like a Tolkien novel series in a. Beer. It's a very medieval looking. It's a very beer. medieval looking beer, and with that, we're going to give it. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> There we go. What do we give this, Rob? Uh, uh, this is uh, this is Boulevard Dark Truth Imperial Stout. Um, it's a Dark Truth Imperial Stout. Uh, it's good, right, Tom? You like it? Uh, we like it. I like You'll it. You like, like it. it. Go on down to Beverage Island where they have and them. You in. Can, you could buy it there. You could buy it there, and it's delicious. We and, like um, it. You're gonna like it. Yeah, yeah. Buy it. Buy it yeah. now. Oh, I thought we were done with the yes. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. You know, I've always wanted to open a Japanese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I can't contain myself. Well, I was thinking that the other day. <laughs> but you want to open a Japanese restaurant? No, like, why can't mm-hmm. anyone who's not Japanese open a sushi restaurant? Okay, well, gross. Like, <laughs> it's not, like, that hard. I could. I can't imagine... Well, no, it's not that it's hard. It's just having fresh fish and making the rice the right way. First of all, first of all, I'm not... Okay, this isn't racist to say this. No. Most... If you're getting your sushi on Staten Island, it's not made by a Japanese person. It's made by an Asian fellow. It's made by a Chinese man, okay? That, that, well, that, we don't know that. No, I do know that. How? I hear the tongue. Oh, you could hear the difference between Mandarin I, and I Japanese? I know Mandarin, <laughs> and I know the other one, too. <laughs> okay. What's the other one? Cantonese. <laughs> Is it Cantonese? I know them. I know the the lingo. Okay, but also it's when you hear people speaking Japanese, it's very distinctively Japanese different than very, Chinese. It's very abrupt and rare. Yeah, and then Chinese is very wah, like very it's, it's a lot of wow. It's and more wong-gong. it's more like phonal. I think yes, you call it. I that. think you say it's phonal. So. When you listen to the wait staff talk to each other, it's not like. It's This is bad. If we, were, if we were famous, we'd be fine. No, no, no. If we were famous, we would go viral for this. <laughs> this but... would make it put us over. It's true though. Yeah, I but mean, what's Korean? Is... I don't know Korean. It's more like. <laughs> no, I don't know. Korean. You're just in a timid Japanese lady. <laughs> Do a geisha, if you will. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, listen. So, if you're if you're getting Japanese food on on at least Staten Island, yeah, it, it's from a it's from a Chinese person. That's not a bad thing. If there's some great, listen. If you can make good food, sushi, I don't care where you're yeah, from. Just fine. I hope you're just not. No, I'm not gonna say. Jesus, <laughs> I was gonna make a bad joke. You're gonna say you hope you're not from Vietnam. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, you were lying. I am lying. Well, gonna, what were you gonna say? In Mexico. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, actually, I don't want a Mexican making sushi. They're probably really good at you it. You know what's funny? I went to this Turkish restaurant that's off of Highland Boulevard. It's right across from the Colonnade. Okay. Delicious, delicious food. And when you when you walk in, I told you about it because you were trying to find a replacement for Bubba. It's on Highland? Yeah, right across from the Colonnade. I thought you said Richmond. Because no. I was looking for it. I'm like, these fucking guys lying to no, me. No, it's There's right nothing. across from the Colonnade. It's called like Tar Har or something, which is very Turkish. Tar Har. Har. <laughs> very, very Turkish. Okay. And when you walk in, it, it's like, you know, as soon as you walk into the place, it has a very... Turkish feel. Turkish feel to it, right? They're like, oh, you like to see the... Very Turkish people. That's a good Turkish. Thank you. Very, very Turkish. Because the, the Turkish language is very like, bleh. There's like a bleh. 
almost like a Russian Arabic. Well, it's the mix of the like two, Russian right? Arabic. It's right in the middle. Russian born yeah, is it? Like, so, no, so there's it like it, it, it used to. It used to, but they have that. It's they, Azerbaijan. There's a lazy tongue there with Arabic attached to it. So, these people are Turkish outright. You could tell. Yeah, you know. You sit down. They give you they give you complimentary bread, but when you you could what see what kind of bread is it? It's delicious bread. I don't know what it is. It's, it not pita pita, bread? it's not pita bread. It's not unleavened bread. The mm. bread is leaven. It's leaven. <laughs> the bread is leavened up. Ow. And they give you as much bread as you want, which okay. is great. I'm dipping it in the hot sauce and the white sauce. Fantastic. But you know, all the allure of the Turkishness is gone when you look back at the visible kitchen. And it's the Mexican people. And it's Juan Pablo and... and well, that's the thing. Like, the biggest Hester. secret is if anyone ever went into the Danino's kitchen, which I have done... Why is that a secret? They're all Mexicans. Every cook in America is Mexican. Yeah, but no... People who go to Danino's do not think, oh, yeah, they think Tony Tony's back there. Tony and, Tony and Nona. Nona's back there Nona's, with Tony. Nona's drinking her coffee, probably. Her espresso. Her little espresso. Yeah, and they think Tony and... And Vinny is back there. We're not being racist, are throwing we? Throwing the dough. But we're, we're being equally racist, so I think it's okay. Mm. We've attacked the Chinese, Japanese, Koreans, Mexicans. Well, we haven't attacked anybody. And the Italians. No, 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 you know and what? the Turks. We're not... Well, I think if you throw that on there, it's the United Nations of racism. We're not being racist. We're making observations of the obvious. Fair enough. I mean, you know, we're trying to be fun about it, but I'm not offensive. Behind the counter there, like no, you I could see you could see into the kitchen and you could see that they're not like Turkish people they're cooking the Turks. food. They're not Turks. But um the food is fantastic. Oh my god. I, I had the beef there. shish kebab the other day. Oh my goodness. The marinated beef. I shish love kebab. lamb over rice. Like that's my it's not your typical lamb over rice, though. It's not gonna be like off oh, the food truck lamb over. No, rice. like I mean, I used to go to Alibaba, and it was the real lamb. Baba, the yeah. chunks of like yeah, it's real lamb. I would it's watch him lamb. make it with his bare hands. Yeah, he doesn't wear gloves. He, he would just gloves. take. He would just take it and just. And he, that man was the most unsanitary human being so, I've ever seen. He and, would, and he would give you free food for fixing his computer. For fixing his computer, and he would speak to us. He, he would was, actually talk to us. In broken English, and we would just listen to him. I didn't. Do you remember one time he made like this? He was like, hey, wait, 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 wait. and he went like yeah. this, and he was like, Haha. all right, and you were like, Haha, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually think he was maybe just fucking with us no, the entire time. You know, like when he would make me fix his computer. Well, not make me. He would ask me. Mm-hmm. Alibaba closed, by the way. I don't know if I pointed that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you said you were looking for a replacement for the tur- Turkish But But um, I wouldn't know how to, like, explain to him, like, you're going on the worst porn websites in the world, <laughs> and that's what's breaking your computer. Oh. Like, I didn't know how to so say So he was, it. like, downloading Bang Bros from LimeWire type. No, he was, like, going on, like, there's, like, sites that if you, like, click on it, like, it, like, puts up the screen. It's like, you have to, the FBI is watching you. And it's like, <laughs> you will have to pay this or else. Yeah. And it was like, come on. Like, everyone knows that. You should have, did you maybe write down some sites for him to go on? I didn't recommend porn This was before, before Pornhub, right? No, Pornhub was around for a long, this was only, like, You know what I love about Pornhub? Five years ago. You know what I really love about Pornhub? What? People now upload regular stuff. On Pornhub. Like v- normal videos. Well, I mean, the most famous thing was you the got the B-movie? entire B-movie, the B-movie on was... Pornhub. The entire B-movie. I think the entire new Drake album is on Pornhub. There was another... It's become like an aggregate. There was a movie that came out on Pornhub. <laughs> like, it, it premiered on... I forgot which movie it was, but it was a really good movie. Dude, like, the, the, the amount of traffic that goes into Pornhub is They're ridiculous. trying to normalize porn and become a media... Like yeah, they are. I mean, the best way to do it is maybe change the name from Pornhub to something else. Maybe <laughs> Media Hub, maybe Hub, <laughs> just Hub dot com would work. No, you're right. Pornhub might not be good. Well, I mean, that's another thing that I maybe want to actually talk about here is television's dying and it's dying quickly. And I want to tell you why. I, I haven't was, watched cable. I haven't watched cable TV in forever. Forever. The only thing I watch on cable TV is C-SPAN. And it's the one thing... But you that, can live stream that. You don't even... Yeah, you can stream it. That's the thing. I, I do. It. I do stream it. I stream yeah. it every day. I watch it. I listen to it. When I go into work, I watch. I listen to Washington Journal on the way in. Yeah. Because it's a call-in show. Get to hear the opinions of everyone the in the United States. The call-ins are great. Some of them are crazy. Some of them are absolutely crazy. <laughs> Haven't had a Bill Clinton as a rapist in a long time, but I digress. The No one watches television anymore. 
Yeah. And there's no reason for you to. And I'll tell you why. I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, right? And he was talking to uh, Jordan Peterson. You've heard of Jordan Peterson? The, the Canadian clip? dude? Yeah, the psychologist from, from he's, Canada. Yeah, I, I, he's okay. Uh, sometimes I, he rubs me the wrong way. Well, I mean, I think that you... The thing about Jordan Peterson that uh, I find interesting is that he's only been on the scene for the last two years. He's got a very Canadian accent, and that draws... Oh, God. That, that turns me off. You ever off hear him say lobster? Yeah. like the he's lobster. Like, like, he's really like, all. But he's very, he's very smart at what he does. Right? I think he's the best person to represent that whole, like, free speech cause, because... Well, because, uh, to an extent, I think. No, I think he is the absolute best. The conspelled, compelled speech, right? Well, he yeah, he's a champion of whatever you want to call it, but he remains so calm. Well, he's not a champion of it. He's a, he's a psychologist. And I know, but he... He, he approaches he, everything he, he from a clinical he, psychologist. He enjoys the spotlight. No, he doesn't. Despite what he says, no, 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 nobody... Telling, no. Listen, that, that's why, like, I think he's a little disingenuous in that, because... Nobody okay, is thrust enough. into the spotlight. You could easily say, "I don't want to go on this TV show." Well, that's what he's contemplating. When I was listening, yeah, but he's been doing it for years. He he's right. He's written books. He sells out all these, these sure, speeches he does. Stuff. He does this, but what he does, what, what's happening to him that he? Because I listened to this to this. First of all, it's the first three and a half hour podcast I ever listened to. Really, Joe Rogan talking to Jordan Peterson. Joe Rogan, if you've never listened to his podcast, fantastic. No matter who he's talking he to. He kind of put together a pretty is, good show. Uh, he is the champion of podcasting. Out of know? nowhere, too, Out right? of nowhere, right? So he, he is the, the pioneer of the podcasting Well, because he does the, the Howard Stern, like, you know, formula. Yeah, he doesn't make formula. Do, Yeah, he just talks just like, we're going to hang out for an hour yeah, or two. Basically. And we're just going to yeah. talk. Like, you could have the same interaction in the same podcast with Ted Nugent that you're going to have with Jordan Peterson. And you're going to have the same type of feel to it. When I listened to his three-and-a-half-hour podcast with Jordan Peterson, it went by like it was 30 minutes. Because the flow of conversation is perfect. Yeah. You know? But um, when I'm listening to this podcast, Peterson was talking about how he's, you know, seriously considering just dropping off the face of the earth. He should. Because people are taking what he says out of context. Yeah, well, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, he doesn't like that at all. Yeah, because, because this is the reason and why we come back to how TV is dying. He is a fan. Well, I guess especially with psychologists and stuff, they have long form conversations where anywhere from 45 minutes to 3 hours is the conversation hmm. you can't fit in an actual complete thought into 5 minutes of speaking which is what you get on major news there, networks and something you can't really break maybe not down 5 minutes and, i don't i don't think you need things. i don't think you need 4 hours no, you don't need four hours, but I'm going to tell you, you get a hell of a lot more out of listening to a no, topic you'll get under, and discussing you'll get, you'll it You'll get understanding. Long. You get mutual understanding within a few hours, absolutely. Which is what people are gravitating well, yeah, towards. Everyone, the thing is, people take his his things out of context mm-hmm. because he says... Well, because it fits a pil- political agenda that's happening right now Yeah, well, it does that, and also, like, you know, he does tend to attract... Um, you know, certain I guess certain people that you wouldn't want to attract. I guess if you had like a a following, but he doesn't do it on purpose. It's well, the, just well, well, the whole free speech thing came up because uh, you know in because Canada, Canada they passed, passed a law, law where you had to uh, you, recognize you legally had to refer to so, so if someone's a transgender, yeah, and they say like uh, my you know. I'm a woman now. You have to say her. You have to call me her. Mm-hmm. She. Blah blah blah. All those pronouns. Yeah. That's what the law mandated. You had to use. Yeah. And he was against that because you should never have to compel speech. Yeah, that's on a person yeah. ever. And the thing is, like, he attracted you know a lot of the free speech, libertarian and the far type right people. people but too. he also attracted everyone who hates transgender people. Yeah. Because they think he's on their side yeah. now. He attracted people that. <laughs> Were free speech people. He attracted the fringe libertarian people, yeah. and he attracted people on the far, far right, yeah. and some racist. That's the that's what homophobic ha- people. That's what happened, and yeah. like they just tend to focus on like, oh, you hate, clearly hate trans folk. That wasn't his message. No, it wasn't. He was just trying to make a free speech issue, which I completely agree with. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a free speech issue. What well, he was, I'm going to explain to you. He, it wasn't a political thing. It's actually that he was the doing. opposite of free speech. Well, it, it wasn't. Yet. It wasn't a political message he was making. It was. It was a like a clinical psychological message he was trying to. He was trying to uh, preach because his his whole platform. 
is one of uh, very theological in terms of uh, you know dogma and religion and Western civilization and how it ties into oh, he's psychology. A big, he's a big fan of that. Well, I mean, he's spoken in depth about, like, Genesis and stuff and, like, old biblical tales and how it ties into psychology. The thing about this is everyone tries to make it a political thing. Jordan Peterson is constantly trying to be a psychologist, and they're constantly trying to make him some sort of political figure. All he ever wants to do is be a psychologist. That's it. He wants to talk about pragmatism and all that stuff. That's all he ever wants to do. So when he's talking about... The, the current political climate and everything like that. He's just trying to draw parallels to what it is in the psychology world. Well, yeah, if you ever listen to, you know, his interviews that he's ever done on TV, they, they always just, like, say, well, they never know how to answer because he gives such a, a succinct response. Yeah, 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 that they just br- they just push forward because they have no no response to it. That's true, because he has... He, well, he's a psychologist. He's been he studying gives, this for he 30 gives, years. He gives a watertight answer, usually. That like you're like it, you well, know what shit. It, a lot of the times it's not a watertight answer. It's a fucking a nuclear <clears throat> explosion of a question. That too. is what he'll do. He he has a very good counterpoint. You know, it, the best part is this because what happens in a lot of arguments, whether it's political or not, is they'll be like, well, uh, what what you're saying is blah blah blah. He goes, well, I never said that. <laughs> I never said that. I said this. And then he ends, and then he puts the question on what he had said, and the argument of the person who's trying to go against him is completely moot then, because they're trying to come up with a complete different. Yeah, they topic, try to like put you know? they try to like put words in your mouth without actually doing yeah. it. Yeah. and a lot of people fall for that. Like I, a lot I of people will defend yeah. themselves. Like in that case, I started listening to his podcasts that he came out with before he was famous because he really wasn't a famous individual. Until well, he got famous in tw- late 2016. There was a viral video that came out with him. I don't remember the viral. He was video. arguing at the University of Toronto. Oh yeah, there was like two, with, like in a, a courtyard. Like, yeah, he had, yeah. Yeah, the line he, in the he, sand. His he had, sleeves were rolled. He had up. His sleeves rolled up to his armpits almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah he did. <laughs> I was like, that's too high for yeah, that sleeves. Was, that was his uh, viral video moment. But that's he's, what people found out. Who he's he was. been putting out podcasts and stuff for for I, I think since 2016. There's 54 of them now. And they're all. I started listening to them because I'm interested in psychology and stuff, just the conversation of it and stuff like that. And it's 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 very interesting, you know, talking points and stuff. Now, of course, the later ones are more political, of course, because we're living in such a cra- crazy political climate. I'm not gonna lie though, I fucking love it. I love the. I love the world we're living. This is. I'm the, getting tired. Of no, it. I'm not. It's the best time to be alive. Every day is action, and I think it's great. You know, the news cycle is is 24 hours now. Everything's always happening, and conversations happening to and fro. I mean, you could get tired of like the arguments and stuff like that. Yeah. But sometimes when you just you know, I'm tired of the anger that everyone has. The anger, I think, is subsiding a little bit. It's becoming more... Nah, it's all outrage. It's 100%. It's daily well, I mean, outrage. There's people that are outraged, but I, I just love... If you're the type of person that's going to sit back and have some popcorn and watch, it's great. I had fun for the first year and a half. Now I'm kind of like, can we like see some boring news, please? Well, the, well, I mean, we had the, uh, the whole... Th- was it in Thailand? The, the cave? The kids were being rescued? Did you see like the video of like what the cave was and everything? Like it's, how they it, had to go it, it in. Was tight. I sent a video. I know you're on Facebook again. I yeah, saw yeah. you like, hey, who's this Trump guy? <laughs> that was a good post. That was good, right? That was a great post. <laughs> I hey, that. I haven't been here for four years. Who's this Trump guy? <laughs> I, was talking about. <laughs> I sent this video to Ari on, on Facebook yeah. of like, like the rescue, like what they had to do. First of all, I guess, okay, I'm not very well versed in caves. <laughs> You're not a cave expert? I'm not a cave expert, but apparently in order to get to these kids, you had to be able to go through a, a space big enough for a sausage to go through. It was very, it's a very tight, narrow passage. So my th- my thing is like the kids, the big wide mouth of the cave got fl- like flooded over or something. And the they entrance got, forced got flooded out. So they got forced back into a very small area. Yeah. Right? right? So these people had to go through these weird little... Like little it was so tight they would have to take their tanks off and push them ahead of them. Oh my! God. And then climb through. But how do you? You can't see. And that's the other thing. There's so much mud and like shit kicked up. You're doing it in the dark. You're in the pitch like, black. It's essentially your eyes are closed as you're trying to do all this stuff. Oh my god! I, that's oh. how that one guy died. It's amazing that more people didn't die. Cave diving is the most dangerous thing you could ever do. 
Because it's so dangerous. It's so dark. And you don't know. You don't map out these types of things, That's the thing. Right? Like, and you don't realize, you know, y- 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 you panic. That's another thing, too. You'll, like, naturally, You'll no matter how, like, you're right, stalwart I you start, are. You're right, because I started to panic just looking at the... This is this is what's crazy about this. Yeah. I Someone put a video up on Facebook of, like, people, like, even just in the entrance of the cave to get in. And this woman, I think, was, like... You could see the, the rocks were on her chest and her back. Yeah. And her legs. She's trying to push herself and, like, shimmy her way in. And I'm not a claustrophobic person. Claustrophobic person. <laughs> that's, a tough, that's a tough one. You've had a couple. I'm not a claustrophobic person. Yeah. Okay. I had to really focus on that one. That's good. But when you see, even if you have an inkling of, like, maybe, like, you're afraid of heights, when you see that type of claustrophobia you type thing, you do feel it. And I'm watching this video and stuff, like, they showed you the map of how to get to the kids and how to get out and stuff. It was on, like, I think ABC or something like that. And I'm just like, I look, it's like, oh, no. I, I, started, I, I got uncomfortable, Rob. I actually got There's a whole subreddit oh, dedicated to that. It's called Sweaty Palms. I don't want to ever see that subreddit. I don't. No, no, I would. I'm just from sweaty palms thinking about it. No, it was it was disgusting to see. I'm going to show you the video unless you could maybe. Bring no, I've it up seen it. Oh, oh, blah. I can't do that. No. The fact that they got them all out and the coach. It's really amazing that no one died, except well, one, for that. Well, no I mean, but died. no one died during the actual. You know, it's funny is when I heard about reports of this guy dying. They were like, "Oh, it's an American diver." And that then that was like, a lie. Well, it wasn't a lie, but like they, I guess they didn't realize that other countries also have Navy SEALs. <laughs> so they, everyone just heard Navy SEAL and I thought it was one of ours. Yeah. He was a Thai Navy SEAL. That, I'm not trying to diminish who he was. That's another thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, what, how many, do, do, should we take a bathroom break? Uh, bring up your point and then we'll take a bathroom break. So the United States Army, the Navy, the Marines, the SEALs, all mm-hmm. of them, they're the best in the world, Right. And what they do, yeah. And what they do. Why are they the best? Why isn't someone else the best? Why isn't like the well, I think French? We just, Navy I think we just say that we're the best. No yeah, one actually I knows. Know. Like, I don't know. I mean, some people say the British, the SAS is better than the than the Navy SEALs or the Delta Navy Force or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you think so? But yeah. Well, because they get drunk. There's different philosophies. Like if you need is the, that what it is? If is you need the a, job done, you know, you call like Spetsnaz. Well, that... Uh, they'll yeah. blow everything up in the process, but they will get the job done. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, if you want to not know what happened, mm-hmm. maybe Navy SEALs. Well, here's... Let me let me try to go a little, little less micro and a little macro here. The Marines are the best in the world. That's just what they say. The United States Marines are the best in the, the world. The Marines are very good at not surrendering. What, what do you mean? What, like, they, they won't do it. They'll just go... Until everyone's dead. The end, right? Yeah, I don't know. I just look at like some of those like those those training videos, like with the drill instructors screaming at them and stuff like that. Yeah, and like I think that maybe some other cultures try to replicate that and they just can't. Is that what it, maybe it, it's, it's a, a language cultural thing? thing. It, no, it's, it's a, a cultural thing, right? Yeah, because like there was if there's a really good video of this this uh, at military advisor screaming at Iraqis, mm-hmm. the Iraqi army because they're all corrupt. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I know you knew who the fuck was over on that bridge over there that shot the RPG at her. And the guy's laughing. He's like, don't fucking laugh. I will fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like an attitude thing. Yeah. Right? Like, like, it's like they, they don't, but we have like a sense of duty and responsibility yeah. to our country. Oh, overall, some people don't, mm-hmm. but over there it's, it's a very every man for himself type. Like nobody identifies with. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is it a cultural? Yeah, like difference? no one, no one who lives in Baghdad is like I'm Iraqi. Ooh. <laughs> Iraqi, ooh. because it's not a real country. Like we just kind of drew some lines. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know. It's more about factions against each yeah, other. Yeah, like you know, even Iraq itself has Kurd, Kurds in the, in the north. I love and stuff. the Kurds. I'm a big fan. I of don't Kurds. trust the Kurds. I I do. Let's take a bit. Don't trust the Kurds on a bathroom break. Trust the Kurd. Trust the Kurd.
Jesus. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That was a very like mellow right? <laughs> bathroom breaks. I love that. It feels so What's good. that called? Can it's you... called Autumn Spring Sunset. Really? Yeah. I'll send it to you if you want. Everybody, thank you for listening. I mean, I do enjoy doing this show. I love I love coming down here. It's a, it's it's me achieving my dream. <laughs> This beer is brought to you in part by Beverage Island, located in seventeen eighty four. Ooh, damn! Feels good. I like this. It song. feels good, doesn't it? It does. It feels great. Seventeen eighty four Richmond Terrace, Staten Island, New York. You, you go to Beverage Island. You're gonna find beer that you're gonna love. That's where you can get this beer. Then you can get any beer that you have ever on the show. You're going to get out there at Beverage Island. <laughs> you didn't really say anything. I didn't. But well, just go there. Beverage Island is, is the best beer distributor on Staten Island. I will vouch for that. Maybe in New York. Um, It's but, the lo- one of the largest. It's got to be. I can't imagine. I can't imagine anywhere else in New York being as large as Beverage Island. It's a warehouse of It's a warehouse. Like, beer. where would you even get the room in Brooklyn or Manhattan or, or Queens or Bronx or... Staten Island's where it's at for you. Yeah, Staten Island. Beer, go to Staten Island, get some beer. It's right up. You take a. It's like a three-minute bus ride if you if you live in Manhattan for some reason. Yeah, just yeah. It's hop really on the close. ferry. It's like it's really close it's to the really ferry. Hop on the forty-four. The boom, boom. No, not the forty-four. The fifty-nine. Fifty-nine. One of the one of the buses. It's get delicious like, craft beer and then take your merry ass way home to Manhattan, and you're gonna have a great time. Ooh. A really good song. I like that song. It was like. It was like it felt good that song, right? It felt it just felt really good. That's I don't a great know about way to, that. to say it. So, Rob, yep, Dom, you have something to tell me. I right? do. Oh, why would shit. you knock them all over? I didn't mean everyone. It. That's okay. You, uh-huh. you went on a little trip. I did this I'm, past weekend. Didn't I went to Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Yes. How was it? First of all, how was the drive down? It's an hour and a half. We did it in one day. Boom. It's an, a day trip. You should go. You could go every weekend. You, you want to go to Philly? Yeah. Right, you is, see it, the... is it the same amount of time to Philly as it is to Atlantic City? Isn't Atlantic City a little, like, two I hours? I think it's a little bit farther? I don't I don't know. <clears throat> but let me tell you, um, it's a nice little day trip. Yeah. I went there before. Especially in the I summertime. I went there with my cousin, Tom. Really? And a couple of his friends. We went to go see the band Alkaline Trio. Really? In Philadelphia, in the cobblestone, which, by the way, there's so much goddamn cobblestone. Philly, I would call it like, broke my ankle. Philly's like a dirty Boston. Mm. That's how I would describe it. You know, you with the cleanliness of cities has never gone well on this show. Well, I mean, it's also been accurate every single well, point. Well, that's to be determined by the anyway. moderator, which is me, and you are out of line. And you're out of order. Well, The it's gentleman true. is out of order. It's completely true. Um, yeah, we went to... Um, Who's we? Erin's got a very... Oh, Erin. She's got a very bizarre mm-hmm. obsession with prisons. What? Did you go to the Eastern State? Yeah, that's where we went. Yeah. And let me tell you about this place, all right? If you read about it on... Reddit? You read about If you read about it on Reddit or the internet or anything, yeah. they pitch themselves as this museum of prison. Okay. Yeah, right? I, I can see that, yeah. And when you think... when What I was imagining as I was going, I, I'm going to go to this cool, like... Re- restored old timey prison. Mm-hmm. There's going to be all the cells are going to be like, ooh, like this is what it looked like. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be like working like shit. And there's going to be uh, exhibits to look at. Yeah. And buttons to press. 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 What, what buttons do you press? Like, at I, a I wanted to press the like the open the door button. Close the gate. Uh, close the gate. Open button. the gate. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah, to press yeah. all those buttons. Of course. And you get there. Mm-hmm. And. It was just so disappointing for me. No. Because. Really? Yeah, Wait, you should have went down the, the Halloween time. They have like a. That's a, expensive. Oh, yeah? That's like $80 a person. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Are you serious? They don't fuck around with that. Yeah. All right, so let me let, go back to what you were saying. You went down there ex- expecting to see a museum type setup. I was looking forward to a museum. And yeah. you get there and you find out like mm-hmm. of the 10 like cell blocks they have. Yeah. Only like four of them are open. The rest are caged off because they're in such pa- poor condition. Really? Right? And then you, when you're walking through the cell block, 
cell blocks, like 90% of them are in such disrepair. Mm-hmm. And they're just used as, like, storage. Like, they throw, like, old beds in there. Really? And Yeah. And so, like... What? So they took an abandoned building. Yeah, what I determined, what I figured out towards the end of the whole thing was Eastern State Penitentiary closed in, like, the 70s. Like, the yeah. mid-70s. Mid uh-huh. And it, it stayed abandoned for, like, 30 years. Wow. And they opened it recently to, to like... So now it's just, an, like, a fucked up, like, rotten building. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so... Do you think that Erin has this obsession with prisons because where she comes from was a prison? I think that, you know... Um, Australia? Eth- just the fact that ethnically... It's a prison. They're all prisoners, mm-hmm. you know, by ancestry. Well, hold on a second. So let's just maybe dive into that topic there because I'm pretty sure you know a little bit more about Australia than I do. Okay. The island of Australia was a British Commonwealth sort of thing. A colony. A colony. It was a yeah, and then they turned it into a prison island. No, it was an abandoned, you know, territory that was claimed. So when was the prison island? They wanted to tro- po- They wanted to populate it, and so what happened was, um, you know, they used to send everyone to Georgia. Mm-hmm. That like, was the col- like that was the prison colony. This, this Georgia, our Georgia or the no, Ron- our Georgia, like almost by Russia, Georgia. No, ours. Okay, our like Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, okay. Not and they used to send everyone, No, not yeah, whatever. It's Sibli- Sibliisi. <laughs> I know the capital of of Georgia. Um, <laughs> both of them. Yeah, both Georgians. I know the capital. Okay, but um, yeah. So after the American Revolution, the the you know the British were like, well, where the fuck did we put all the approvals? <laughs> and then this one guy's like. I got a giant island that no one's on. I'm, I'm, I've been waiting for some shit I've to been happen. Itch, I've been itching for some people. <laughs> Help me out of here. You ever so, see Mad Max? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> so, yeah, that, and they all went there. So how many, approximately how many prisoners inhabited the island? And were they a lot. Were they allowed to just roam, or was there a prison? Yeah. Oh, so they just left them there. No, it wasn't like, to a, live like or they didn't like throw them in cells over there. Because I'm thinking like they used them. You to, ever play like you it know, wasn't like, like murder? It wasn't like murders and shit. Murders. It was row. like minor crimes, like you know. So you're saying like I got pinched in London for picking up an old lady's knickers? Yeah, <laughs> and then I got sent all the way to Australia. <laughs> Pretty much. Are yeah. you fucking serious? Yeah, that's really how that's it works. terrible. Yeah. And then they kind of wait a t- minute. That's really bad. Imagine like Think about you, it. you like, shoplifted, yeah. right? And then Staten Island Mall, and they're like, <laughs> we, we, don't know what to do. we don't know what to do with him. Get the constable. The constable's like, we gotta send this to the magistrate. And then this guy rules. You have to go to jail. You're like, all right, I guess I'm gonna go down to St. George. <laughs> I'll wait this out. I'll wait this out. No, you're going to Australia. <laughs> like, where's that, Your Honor? So they it said, was really bad. And so, like, so I, I was re- I was reading right? about it, mm-hmm. and apparently, like. The first boats carrying all the prisoners over, yeah. like they starved half of them, oh. and like they tortured, and like the women boats, they raped all of them. Oh my god! It was, it was not a fun journey for them. Why? First... Why would? Well, I mean, they're shoplifters. They're why, not. Why not? <laughs> what are you? What the fuck? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I mean, like, think about it. You're on a very long ocean voyage. Oh god! You haven't seen. You've seen the gaze of a woman in many a night. Fortnite. Many, many a fortnight. <laughs> you scare me about. That's the worst thing you've ever said in my entire yeah, life. That's not right? It's, it's shrouded in humor, though. So it's fun. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess so. Um, yeah, so that's chugging what, along now. That's what happened there, and then. So what did they say? Let's, not, let's let's open up a community center. She's not related to prisoners, though. She's ra- she's related to. The poor Irish peasants that came over from the potato famine. So they decided instead of America, we're going to go to Australia. Yeah, I don't know why they're like. Why would you choose? Like every, they're all going to America. They're like oh, we'll go to Australia. Every O'Malley, Paddock, and you know anything else Fitzpatrick I know is going over to America. But we, we few are going to Australia. Yeah. So that's how it happened, and now they're. Uh... So wait, so it went from being a prison island. To a I think it was like you know, yeah. I, I think they kind of like sent you there and like, listen, you have to live here forever, but we're not going to lock you up in jail. 
And you are pretty much like, all right, that sounds fair. I can make a life here. Yeah, that sounds like, why not? I, I won't a, go inland. I get a place to live and I get, you know, no jail, so. A lot of snakes everywhere. Two birds type situation. And you start off oh, as a criminal okay. and you end up today as yeah. Finding Nemo. What's better than that, right? Yeah, right. You ever see Finding Nemo? Oh, uh, yeah, I saw it. You ever see the uh, Finding Dory? No. Nah. the sequel? It's on Netflix. Is it? Yeah, you should I try watched to watch Wally for the first time. Did, oh yeah, you'll cry. I almost cried you watching Wally. Cry. I did. It was so sad. I fucking cried. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It Wally, is so so sad. You know, DreamWorks should be ashamed of itself for creating a, a you know a cartoon like that to make you cry. Like it was Pixar. Well, excuse me. I'm sorry. If Listen, I, get DreamWorks I love, and I Pixar, love the whole. Well, hang con- on a second. The whole concept of Wally was DreamWorks and Pixar. DreamWorks is... I'm going to name the movie. DreamWorks is Spielberg. You tell me... All right, I'm going to name the movie. I could could get this 100%. Pause real quick. Just hit pause. All right. Hit it real quick. All right, we're going to do a little thing here. I'm going to play a little music. I'm going to name movies. Okay. And Rob is going to tell me whether they're Pixar or DreamWorks. Let's do it. And here we go. I know the music. Yep. (laughs) We all want to have our... Um, Okay. DreamWorks or Pixar? How to Train Your Dragon. DreamWorks. Right. DreamWorks or Pixar? Madagascar. uh, Pixar. Wrong. What? The Boss Baby. DreamWorks. Right. Trolls. DreamWorks. Right. Shrek. DreamWorks. Right. Cars. Pixar. Right. Home. Home? Home. Pixar? Wrong. Oh, I don't even know uh, the movie. Home. Yeah, I've never seen the movie. Home. Uh, the Prince of Egypt. DreamWorks. Right. The Croods. DreamWorks. Right. The Incredibles. Big all. What? Pixar. Yes. <laughs> Toy Story. Pixar. Yes. Cars. Pixar. Yes. Up. Pixar. Yes. Penguins of Madagascar. Pixar. Yes. Uh, oh, ants. DreamWorks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Peabody, Mr. Peabody, and Sherman. Peabody. <laughs> Mr. Peabody. DreamWorks. Yes. <laughs> Captain Underpants. DreamWorks. Yes. Kung Fu Panda. DreamWorks. Yes. I'm so good. Inside Out. DreamWorks. Wrong. No. Pixar. Ratatouille. Oh, that's Pixar. You yes. said Pixar. No, it's Pixar. Uh, Finding Nemo. Pixar. Yes. Uh, oh, oh, here we go. Book of the Dragons. What the fuck is that? Book of the Dragons. That's DreamWorks. Yes. Puss in Boots. DreamWorks. Yes. It's Shrek. Piper. I don't know what that is. Pi- uh, DreamWorks. Pixar. Finding Dory. Dreamer. <laughs> yes. Button of Doom. What the fucking... Button of Doom. Are these like duds? DreamWorks? Yes. Ratatouille. You said that. Pixar. Yes. Monsters, Inc. Pixar. Yeah. No, it's DreamWorks. No, it's Pixar. It's Pixar, you fucker. I'm going to tell you something right now. You got too many of them correct. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm you a little... Could, you could figure it out just by the name of By the, the name? Yeah. What? Explain. DreamWorks is a Steven Spielberg... Mm-hmm. Production company Pixar is a it's an independent company that does its own thing. You know the types of movies that Pixar makes. You know the type of movies that DreamWorks makes. So if it's like a deeper, like a Ratatouille instead of the rat that exactly. Cooks the if it's rat. a deep movie, yeah. it's a Pixar film. Mm-hmm. If it's a more of a lighthearted, <laughs> it's DreamWorks. <laughs> Let me ask you this: That's the... not saying Spielberg's not a, a fantastic filmmaker. No, no, yeah, really yeah, is. no, I know. Out of the, you know being the soulless soulless piece of shit that you are. Yep, that's what I am. Which is better to you, Pixar or DreamWorks? I mean, I watched Wally and it brought me near to tears, so I would say Pixar. It's such a good one. I didn't watch Shrek and was like, oh. He's such a... You didn't watch Shrek? I didn't watch Shrek and say, uh, I didn't Well, really, it's not a tearjerker, that one, really. What's a tearjerking DreamWorks film? Uh, to... You want to know it's a tearjerking ca- cartoon? Yeah. We're back. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I have it right over here. Right here, you see it? There it is. I see it. We're back. I'm that, putting out on the Twitter because Vin a, abandoned us. That is a sad. That is a sad, sad one, man. I think that might be DreamWorks. Too. 
You know what? Grab it. it I think it's Spielberg, to be honest. Read Spielberg on the back this of it. This hasn't been moved in years. We're back. Hang on. We're back. Hey, shit. Oh, no. Look at that. Look what it says on there. This is it ambush, Amblition? I don't know what that is. It's a Steven Spielberg movie. Steven Spielberg. Boom. We're he, back. he directed it. Now, that's a sad film. All right, listen, uh, go watch uh, We're Back. Go watch Wally. And, and uh, we love you. And we love you. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Everyone knows dinosaurs are all extinct, right? Wrong! Steven Spielberg presents a beautifully animated, heartwarming tale of four huge but huggable dinos who visit New York City to make millions of children's dreams come true. With his IQ-boosting brain gain cereal, the time-traveling Captain New Eyes transforms Rex, Elsa, Dweeb, and Woog into thinking, feeding, talking creatures. to meet their biggest fans. All the kids in the future who wish they could see a real dinosaur. So faster than you could say prehistoric, Rex and his pals arrive and embark on the coolest adventure since the dawn of time. Can these big-hearted dinosaurs rescue their young friends Louie and Cecilia from the clutches of New Eyes' evil brother Screw Eyes? It's up to Rex and company to prove that they love friendship and kindness is always stranger than the power of fear. Based on the beloved book by Hudson Talbot, we're back. A dinosaur story features the voices of John Goodman, Jay Leno, Rhea Perlman, Walter Cronkite, Martin Short, and Julia Childs in a magical film the entire family could join again. Who does Julia Child play? I have no fucking idea. That was the most 90s synopsis I ever <laughs> in my whole life. Yeah, it was.